Hey, what's up? Like, totally time for 90210. Well, hello, everyone. Welcome back to the 90210 show presented by Massive Late Fee. I am Mark. With me, as always, is my girlfriend, Carol. How are you doing, Carol? Hey, what's up? Not much. We've had a good week here at 90210 slash Massive Late Fee. <laughs> it is August, what is it? August 10th? Uh, yes. 1995. And lots of doings on 90210 this week. Uh, yeah, there is certainly some doings. Um, we, we forgot to mention yeah. <laughs> at the end of last episode that Kelly's mom dropped the bombshell that she is pregnant. Jackie. Jackie is her name. Jackie Joyner Kersey. <laughs> whatever yeah so kelly's mom was pregnant we already knew that from last episode sorry guys mm-hmm. <clears throat> here's the thing about this episode it's like it's like a really bad game of telephone telephone yeah <laughs> yeah it is absolutely so a really horrible game of telephone where somehow the adults are more childish than the teenagers. For real. It was bizarre. I mean, granted, she is not that long off of drugs. Hormonal, probably, yeah. I guess. Her brain's a little pickled. Mm-hmm. Kelly is upset, and she rightly chooses not to tell Kelly and Donna, or I mean, Brenda and Donna. Right. She doesn't tell herself or Donna, <laughs> the two blondes. Because she's like, I'm not talking to anybody about this. Because mm-hmm. that's the right thing to do, because it's her mother's private business. Correct. But they're like, Brenda's like, we're your best friends. You can tell us anything. We won't immediately betray your confidence. Except they do. They both do. <laughs> they both suck. Donna at least has somewhat of an excuse. Um, Brenda just flat out tells her parents, hey, yeah, like guess who's pregnant? Yeah, like it's juicy gossip over dinner. Telling other, telling other adults the mm-hmm. adults' business. That's that's bad, Rhonda. Yeah, she's like, hey, guess which one of my friends' moms who's dating another one of my friends? Right, Dad. It's very easy to figure out who she's talking about. <sighs> another reason why I don't like her. I really, and really don't. Donna tells David. Yeah, because she assumes he already knows. Which I, because she assumes that Mel knows. Right. Which he does not. Because David, I think, tell is telling her that his dad's going to propose to Jackie. And then she says, oh, because of the baby? Right. That's how that goes. And he's like, what baby? Right. So, I mean, at first, like, David's all like, oh, I got happy news. My dad's going to ask, you know, mm-hmm. his girlfriend to marry him. Yay. And then Donna's just like, because she's pregnant. Boom. Crash it all down. Yep, that's pretty much how it goes. So, it doesn't end there. No. Because, how does Kelly... Kelly finds out that they told. Donna tells her. Donna comes right up and she's like, hey, I told David. He didn't know. Sorry. And she's like, oh my God, I told you that this was a secret. Right. And she said, well, I I assumed that he would know. Because Mel knows. And she's like, Mel doesn't know. Yeah, nobody freaking knew except Kelly, and now mm-hmm. the whole world knows. Right. God, if I were her mom, I'd be so pissed. Her mom shouldn't have told her, apparently. <laughs> but as her mom says at some point in this episode, I thought that I could trust you. Right? Aw. Wound to the heart. From this point, now, what happens? I'm trying to remember. Was like, we watched this a few days ago. Yeah. It's fuzzier than normal. <laughs> David. Yep. 
goes to tell his dad. Correct. No, David he, goes to find out if his dad knows. That's what it was. I thought, see, I thought he was going to tell him and then he changed his mind. He talks all around it trying to, he's like, hey, got anything to tell me, dad? Right. He's like, let me show you the ring. So. 14 minutes of salary because we're <laughs> gigantic millionaires. Right. It's a huge fake diamond ring. I mean, it's not, it's supposed to be real. I'm sure it's supposed to be real. But yeah. it's, you know, you can tell that it's fake. And Mel's so happy because mm-hmm. he's, you know, going to ask her. Like, I'm sure that's like a really exciting moment. To ask someone to marry them? Yeah. Probably, yeah. So. Nerve-wracking, too, I would have to imagine. Yeah. So, you know, he's all proud and he shows him the ring and David's like, oh, okay, everything's cool here. And he lets it be. He doesn't tell him. Mel still does not know. The only person in Beverly Hills who does not know. <laughs> right. The father of the child. <laughs> But uh, Kelly keeps like intimating to her mom. Well, because she's because she finds out that Mel doesn't know because mm-hmm. she hasn't told Mel. And she says, well, what's the big deal? Just tell him that you're going to take care of it. Yeah. She she avoids that question. It's pretty clear that she does not want to get an abortion. Right. She's at one point. She says that she believes in a woman's right to choose, but she can't make that choice for herself right which you know i mean that's fine it's supposed to be about choice not kill all babies right so kill all babies is the title of my upcoming screenplay (laughs) so kelly is really upset when she realizes that her mother is planning to keep this baby do you want to know what my screenplay is about before we continue (laughs) um the dr kevorkian of uh babies it's about a guy who wants to be the youngest person on the planet so, he, so he, <laughs> he kills everyone that's younger than him. Wow. That sounds pretty harsh. That's his sole motivation. He just thinks that he'll gain some kind of fame and notoriety well, if, <laughs> if he's the youngest yeah. person left on the planet. As a serial killer, sure. Anyways. So he invents a, a baby ray. Jackie's hormones <laughs> <laughs> get her all upset to the point that she goes down and she's just going to tell Mel. I started writing the screenplay when my, my, my parents had uh, got pregnant with a younger sibling. You are so great. He doesn't have a younger sibling. He's lying to you. Wow. <laughs> you just, you've just given every improv like coach a heart attack across <laughs> the entire country. Well, I'm sorry. I just wanted them to know that you're actually yes, crazy. Yes, and fuck that. <laughs> I am shutting this town right now. He has no younger sibling, everyone. No, oh, he's just sick and twisted. Mm-hmm. That's that's the point. Yep. <laughs> Anyways. So go ahead, hormones. Jackie goes down to tell Mel that she is not going to have an abortion mm-hmm. because she assumes he's not going to want this baby. He... <laughs> what? What? You forgot the most important thing. What? Kelly tells her that Mel's going to to propose to her. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Before she, she before she goes to see well, oh, you didn't yeah, tell them yeah. that. Okay, you're right, you're right. Okay, so Kelly tells her that he's gonna propose and she assumes that it's because of the baby. Correct. Why? Like okay. I don't know how he would have found out. Right. She he, like David told Donna before he knew that she was pregnant and before Mel could have known right. that he was pregnant. 
If only Donna and David could be part of this conversation. <laughs> but like you said, it's like a, a horrible game of telephone. Right. So, okay. So she thinks he wants to marry her because he found out mm-hmm. she's pregnant. But she also thinks he doesn't want the baby because he's been talking about how, you know, they're almost free to live their lives and stuff because their kids are getting ready to graduate from high school. Right. Yeah. So, which, I mean, I can understand assuming that, but have a conversation with the man. She doesn't let him talk. She comes down to his place of business. He's in the middle of a root canal. Yeah. His own. <laughs> and um he's like that doctor from uh little shop of horrors right no but he's not steve martin so he's he's in the middle of a root canal she comes in and starts lambasting him saying like i'm i'm gonna keep this baby he's like you're pregnant right he's like that's right and i'm keeping this baby and i know you don't want this Does baby he even say that i guess we should we should break up and, and everything and she's like instead of saying though this whole this entire episode could have been solved with a post-it note. Or <laughs> he's just like, hey, didn't know you were pregnant. Baby sounds cool. And then just put it on the refrigerator for her. That's basically it. You are so right. It's insane. The lack of communication. And they're supposed to be adults. Mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah, she doesn't let him get a word in edgewise. Not at all. Through the entire conversation. A couple times he says... Can I say something? And she's like, no, basically. <laughs> right. But yeah, so she's making all kinds of assumptions. A, that he knew she was pregnant, which he didn't. And B, that he doesn't want the baby. Which he's not saying that at any point. So, mm-hmm. I mean, it's kind of crazy. Like, how old do you think she's supposed to be? Well, they at one point, what's his name? Mr. Walsh says she's got to be pushing 40. And Brenda says she's been pushing it for a while. <laughs> Which I think she, by which she should say she's been pulling it for a while. Right. Yeah, so she's in her 40s. Yeah, probably close to 45, I guess. Yeah, so I mean, that's that's pretty darn old to have a baby. I can understand why it would be a big, big surprise. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of, Mel kind of disappoints me in how he handles this. Yes. Like. That, that's the other part. That's the other part of acting like less mature than the teenagers yeah. do. Like, he should have just grabbed her by the wrist when she went to walk away and been like, no, listen, Mm -hmm. and made her talk to him. And the thing is, is she walks away. He's shocked. Even I'll even give him that being completely like in shock and Mm -hmm. shell shocked standing there and not thinking to go after her to grab her. I'll give him that. But then two days goes by right? where he's just like sitting with his feet up in his fucking uh, dentist chair depressed and stuff do something about it yeah well and then he finally tries and she won't talk to him so i mean it wouldn't have done him that much good anyway i guess but for two days he doesn't do anything he doesn't try to remedy the situation at all maybe he was waiting for her to like you know come out of her crazy hormonal fog i don't know well then he doesn't understand women very well (laughs) right eventually donna and david they're Riding bikes, I think. Yes. Yeah, it's really weird. <laughs> Let's go for a bike ride, right? David. And, we can uh, go all the way up to the park. <laughs> well, they are kind of uh, kiddish, aren't they? I guess, but they're. she's 17, right? Yeah, and he's 16. Yeah. So, whatever. It's weird. They should be fucking in a car. <laughs> but I guess they're not... Acting uh, teenagers. I guess they're not, they're not doing that, though. Right. So... He hasn't spoken in a while, and she's concerned, and and apparently he's just so worried about his dad and everything. Mm -hmm. She's like, well, why don't you try and talk to her? I would never, ever presume to go speak to 
my mom's husband on her behalf. But that's because you're not one of these entitled brats <laughs> who feel like they should be in everybody's business all the time, no matter what. I guess. They think they know better than the adults. Yeah. They're always... Well, in this instance, they do. They're always doing this shit, though. They're always in everybody's business. Yeah. So, for some reason, she is willing to listen to David, and he gets her to understand, so... Well, he says that because she, she says, you know, my dad didn't, or whatever. She's like, didn't you tell your dad? And he said, no. And she's like, well, then how did he find out? And he's like, he didn't. You, you, you told, told him. You told him. Yeah. So she so and she's got that dog yeah. like face. <laughs> like, but if you did what? <laughs> like a cartoon. Yes. Mm-hmm. So she gets her stuff together just enough to go back down to the office and uh, explain herself and apologize. Mm-hmm. And then he says, hey, you know, this child needs us and whatever. And he gives her the ring. Yeah, I want to be a part of the kid. So they're going to get married and have a child. And it would have been a much happier thing had uh, Kelly just kept her mouth shut. But Kelly acts like a brat through most of this episode. Oh, my God. Yeah, she is terrible. Where she talks about how it's very clear that she's jealous of what's going on. Mm Mm-hmm. She doesn't want a, a little baby brother or sister. She didn't want her mom to date Mel in the first place. Mm-hmm. She, she wants to be her mother's world. She didn't like David being around because she doesn't like him. Yeah. Yeah, she's a very, very selfish. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, she just wants her mom all to herself. And the, she talks, though, about how when she was a little kid, she wanted a little brother or sister. It's like, what changed? Uh, well, I can understand that, though. I mean, she changed a lot, probably. She's probably talking about like she's five or six years yeah, old. I guess. And she's 17 now. That's a big difference. The relationship that you could have with a sibling when there's a three or four year age difference to when there's a 17 year age difference. Yeah. It's a big deal. That is a really big difference. I have siblings that are like, like I have a sister that's 14 years older yeah. than me. I have a sister that's 12 years older than me. And it's almost like we didn't even grow up in the same house. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, yeah. And I, basically, they're not going to, because Kelly's done. Yeah. <laughs> She's all done growing up. Yeah. So, oh, and they, we find out during this Heart to Heart, too, that her mom um had an abortion before. That's right. And that's why she doesn't want to do it again. When Kelly was 10. Yeah. She didn't know who the father was. And she'd been partying really hard, so, you know, probably so, would have been messed up kid. Anyway. Yeah, the baby would have been born with five eyes. And... Right. Aw, that's sad. So Yes, babies with five eyes. Sad. That's why. <laughs> I mean, I'm just thinking about drug-addicted babies. That's it's why sad. they need to be eliminated with the baby. <laughs> you are so messed up. Just in the screenplay, though. I, maybe you did have a younger sibling, and you took care of them. Now it's all it. making sense. That's right. <laughs> no, it was my parents. My parents had a uh, had a gun. They said they needed a gun to protect their five children. Of course, they had to get rid of that gun to protect their four children. <laughs> Yikes! Wow, he went there. I stole that off a buddy of mine. Named Anthony. He's a aspiring comedian. Okay, Anthony. Just to, just to give credit where credit's due. So, the backdrop of this episode is Valentine's Day. That's true. Like, this was he's supposed to be... on Valentine's Yeah, it was Day. supposed to be a big Valentine's dinner. it's so romantic. And our little B-plot here 
is Brenda. Very little. Very little. Brenda, throughout the whole episode, is trying to guess what Dylan's doing for Valentine's Day. Mm -hmm. And he gives her weird, weird I guess, actually, I guess this is, I know when we talked about it before we we went on the air, I said this was the B plot. I guess this is probably the C plot. I'll tell you the B plot in a minute, which I don't think you remember. Okay. But I think this is probably the C plot. But yeah, Dylan's taking her on a Valentine's Day dinner, and he won't tell her where. No, date. Date, yeah. Oh, yeah, I said dinner, but yeah. yeah. The date, and he said he won't tell her where they're going. She tries to get Brandon to tell her, and Brandon's like, hey, I don't spill the beans when my friends tell me right. <laughs> He looks so proud of himself, too. <laughs> you fucking loser. <laughs> but his hints were, we'll be laying down, mm-hmm. and it's warm and red and close to your heart. So, I, I, I mean... I, I couldn't come up with it through the whole episode. I don't think most people could come up with it. I mean, warm and red, but I mean, not not super close to your heart. If you, if, I mean, you're doing it wrong. If, <laughs> if that's the right. case. Although I guess maybe he's bragging about his size. What? About his size. When it's in, it's close to her oh, heart. Oh, God. Yeah, get it? Gross. No, what it is, is, like, he explains that where he got his scar and his eyebrow was from a car accident when he was a kid. On Valentine's Day. On Valentine's Day. His mom and dad were driving to, I don't know, to their bookies. <laughs> and he needed a blood transfusion, so. He wanted to give back when he could. Oh, he said you also have to be an adult to do it. Yeah, you have to, Oh, yeah, you have to be 17. So. So they're giving blood. Mm-hmm. And she says it's so romantic. And they hold hands. Does that Aww. sound like a romantic date? Only because he said it's something that was important to him that he's wanted to do his whole life and that he brought her with him to, to share it. it with her. Yeah. But getting a medical procedure, I know it's not a, like a full procedure, but getting something like that sprung on you right. does not seem romantic to me. No, me either. It's like, hey, guess what? Needles. <laughs> That's only romantic to heroin addicts. Right? Oh, Jackie in a former life, maybe. That's right. So the the B the, I think the true B plot is what's her name Andrea picking horses. Oh my gosh, I completely forgot. Yeah, okay. Because that's what the rest of the gang is doing yeah. basically at this time. Andrea, Steve, and Brandon, Brandon, and Nat. what's his name Nat? Yeah. So Nathan, Nathaniel. What so, is his name? Nat. I know it's only I, Nat. That's all we know. Oh, that's what they named him, Nat. Is it G N A T? Is that what his parents named him? I don't know what his full name is. Hey, what was that thing that bit you on the ass when we conceived him? We'll call him Nat. Anyway, <laughs> so Andrea's looking at the 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 racing the form. racing thing and it's called uh, a racing form. He's like, hey, you know, any of those give you a good you know feeling. good feeling or whatever? And so she came up with. Oh, unrequited lovesick. Lo- lovesick? Was that lovesick, the first one? Okay. Yes. Lovesick. It's and- a big it's a big mystery what the name of the horse is. And then finally she's like, Lovesick. And then she <laughs> looks right at Brandon. Yeah. And winks. Practically. And then uh goes, Aruga! <laughs> and her eyes uh pop out of her head. Sure. It's a Looney Tunes type episode. Yeah, so she picks a winner. Nat decides to go with it, Nat, calls yeah. in the bets, and Nat she Nat calls wins. Johnny Fingers <laughs> and uh, ends up winning. So he wants her to do it again. And this time she picks Unrequited, Unrequited. Yeah. and wins again. And Steve, ever the soul of tact, 
and just this his character is nothing at this point they've they've been trying to rehabilitate him now he's just the guy that states the obvious he's like an audience member that can talk because <laughs> he's like oh i see a pattern here right and now Nat decides to take them to the track. Mm-hmm. Well, no. The next day. No. Br- for Valentine's I Day. I believe Brandon or Andrea, somebody says they want to go to yeah. the track. Or Steve, maybe Steve says it. We should test it and go to the track and actually do it. And Nat's like, I'm not going to place bets for minors. And they go, come on. He's like, all right. Yeah. <laughs> That's basically how it works. He's like, oh, it's hat day. <laughs> yeah, fine. We'll wear hats. So, yeah, so they all go down, they get all cute and dressed up and wear hats and go bet. She she picks another winner, Grand Amour. Yes, and then Cupid, something Cupid. Cupid's Folly, or I don't know. But she picks that one. Now now they meet a legendary uh, horse handicapper at this track that nat says is a good friend of his why he's not getting advice from this friend instead of andrea right yeah i don't understand but because the guy seems to be freely giving advice unsolicited for no money really weird of a handicapper to do but well he's his friend so anyway uh she he talks like she says well maybe this is like payback because he says who do you like to andrea Mm -hmm. and andrea says grand morning he's like oh that's you know a good one or whatever so he makes a bet on that too mm-hmm. and he also wins okay so then when she she says oh what, what's your pick this one she says the cupid one he's like oh no he's like that, <laughs> yeah. that that one he's like look at the he shows her all the the past races or whatever and he's like this is a claiming race the only reason she's in this race is because the owner wants somebody to look at her and maybe buy her from him because he doesn't want this horse anymore this horse sucks it's a lemon there is no way in hell it could possibly win. I'm going to pick this one. You should pick this one, too. So she runs off to t- to warn Nat, mm-hmm. and we don't know what he's going to do. Yeah, because he's like, he's he's like, oh, you should trust your intuition. Why are you doing this? She's like, oh, you know, your expert friend, he's the one that told me. He's like, I don't know what to do. And then he goes, he gets called up to the window, and he places his bet. And then, oh, but by the way, this guy apparently hits the pick six, hit the pick six twice. Twice, yeah. It's like a six-figure payout. It's a wow, very, so very rich, very hard thing to do, and he's hit it twice. So that it's like he's a very good handicapper, right? So he says like he doesn't know what to do. Should I go with this teenager's intuition or a career handicapper's uh, wealth of knowledge? And so they sit down, they watch the race. Her horse does really well. Yeah, it someone, almost wins. Someone's pro- probably is going to buy this nag off this guy now, right? And. Yeah, it get, comes in second, but the horse that the handicapper picked came in first, probably because he has mob ties and knows what's going to happen. <laughs> right. So she, they all, they're like, everyone's pissed, and she's like, I told Nat, I warned Nat to yeah. do it, and and she's like, so what? What happened, Nat? Did we win? You know, and he just kind of looks, he looks all dejected, and he pulls that, we won, yeah, you know, kind of thing. So they they won. Every single time. They won every single time they bet. So what a wonderful life lesson to teach these uh, teenagers. Yeah. And if you're rich and have disposable income, you can make more of it <laughs> through basically just falling ass backwards into money. Right. What What a way to be alive. Rich in America. Nat works hard and for white. his money. He's not like... 
No. One of those people. But he's a business owner. I mean, yeah. he probably does pretty well. He's got unlimited pie. That's true. <laughs> what a life. <laughs> I want unlimited pie. Yeah. I want some pecan pie. Will you make me pecan pie? No. Oh. Please. Yeah, I guess. Yay. <laughs> I pulled a gnat on that one. <laughs> so, yeah, that's the uh, that's the episode for the week. Carol, why don't you tell some people some things? So be sure to uh, go to RetroLateFee.com. Do it, Check yeah. out the different ways that you can enter the, uh, the contest. contest. Yeah, we're having a contest. All of our merchandise is there, by the way, too, now. Yep. We have hats. Well, we will have hats. We have shirts. We'll have other stuff. Too. We have Yeah, we have shirts for men and women. We have sweaters. Just check it out. It's cool stuff. Also... Yeah, I've got some other things in the work that are works that are going to be coming soon to the some merchandise. Some really, really cool and interesting things. Yeah, and you can read, you know, like articles and stuff that we write on there. You can. Well, write I wouldn't to- call mine articles. <laughs> you can write to you can write to us on there. You can do all sorts of manner of things on there, and check out the contest. Yep. All right, we will see you next week. Bye. Bye.